Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of That Conspiracy Chick Podcast. Today, we are talking the welfare system. Let's get into it. The love is real on TikTok for a video I posted about a woman talking about how she has four children, doesn't work, but lives off government assistance. Now, it was split. Some of you were saying, well, majority of you were saying how she needs to get a job, etc., etc. A few of you were saying it wasn't this woman's fault. Where are the fathers? And then you had one or two of you saying how this woman isn't the problem. Corporations are and how they don't pay taxes and all that stuff that is the actual real issue. Anyway, now, guys, two things can be true. She can be a problem as well as corporations who don't pay taxes can be a problem. So a lot of times we like to compartmentalize things. But think about it this way. If you took this woman in singularity, then yeah, what's one woman getting 2000 a month compared to corporations making billions? Well, take a look at this. And this stat comes from federalsafety.net if you want to look this up. So federal welfare abuse estimates to be 15.2% of all welfare payments. That estimates in 2021 alone to be about $161 billion. Just take that in for a minute. (laughs) So when you think of it on the lines of that aspect of it does that change your mind about what's one woman getting two thousand a month when they are 161 billion dollars worth of people taking advantage of welfare payments and also so she had in the video the woman had four kids and many people on welfare programs have children um i'm not exactly sure if you can be single on welfare i have to look that up i know you can't A lot of times uh, you can't be single and get like food stamps and uh, housing, government housing and things like that. Uh, Because I think back in college, I had a friend of mine who was trying to get food stamps, but college students absolutely cannot get food stamps, which is mind boggling to me. Why, Why can't college students get food stamps when they're paying so much money just to get an education. Half of them are living off of noodles, but they cannot get any. They can't even get $50. Like, you know what $50 could have done when I was in college for me? It would have been such a huge help, but yet you have people who are taking advantage of government programs. But um, I'll have to look that up later about if um, a single person without children on their own can get uh, welfare. I think married couples can get it. I'll, I'll, I should have looked this up. I'm sorry, guys, but I'll definitely look this up and let you know. But majority, if not all of them have children. So these kids are growing up in an environment like this, learning from this. I think I saw some people call this uh, on the TikTok post generational welfare. Well, they grow up and have kids on assistance and their kids will grow up and have kids on assistance and so forth and so forth. I mean, where does it stop, right? Or where's the incentive to get off and just actually go get a job? If she can have her rent paid for, have her food paid for, and 
have this extra money. I'm not, she really didn't mention if she was getting uh, child support from the baby's fathers, but then a lot of majority of people get those, get child support from the baby father. So the fathers will have to work, but the, you know, you have people who these women don't have to. And, you know, a bunch of you were saying, you know, like, well, it's going to be hard for her. She can't work because she has to get daycare and all that kind of stuff. And all of her paycheck will go to daycare. There are government programs. It's called Head Start. And I grew up super poor in, in Texas in the South. And um, my family used Head Start for me. And there's so many other programs, church programs, too that will watch your kids during the day, pick your kids up for work. I think the YMCA have scholarship programs where they will pick up your kids from work, from school and uh, or watch your kids if they're too young to even go to school. So there's so many programs for underprivileged. And yeah, it's the composition is stiff for a lot of those programs, but you just I mean, the things in life are hard. You just if you really wanted to get out and get a job and work and and really put your best foot forward out in the world and get off these programs making the bare minimum she's not even making a lot of money which is a crazy thing to me but too she's getting majority of her stuff also paid for housing and all that kind of stuff but she couldn't in the video it was crazy she couldn't even do right because in government assistance you can't have additional people living there that's not reported but she had her boyfriend living there and got kicked out one time or something like that. But I think now she's back into uh, the government assistance and she has no incentive to work. A lot of these people have no incentive to work. They just they're incentivized to procreate, to make children and use those children to live a sedentary lifestyle, a lazy lifestyle where they don't have to do anything. They don't have to actually contribute to the society they live in. And, you know, and this goes beyond a race thing. It really depends on the area of the world where you live live in. So you have people uh, in Texas that I live live in and it's multicultural. You have a, well, now a days it's a majority Hispanic community. So you have Hispanic, you have places like more up north like Virginia and things like that who are um, in the hills of the world the hillbilly side that we like to call them Uh, and that's more majority Caucasian people and then you have in certain places uh, in majority black like Atlanta and things like that uh, Chicago who are a majority African-American population so this goes across the board guys this is not just one race I know a lot of you were saying uh equating it to blackness to to black people and i was telling people i was like that's not a a fair statistic to do to anyone so just like if i posted something and everyone equated it to whiteness or to hispanic populations or illegal people coming over it's not just one race there's people who do this across the board are there one race that does it more than the other i would really have to look that up um, it really just depends. It's it's really um, based on the area, the geographical location, because again, if you go more up north, you get uh, more Caucasian. If you go closer to the Gulf of Mexico, where I live, I live in Houston, Texas. So, you know, you have a majority Hispanic population, immig- uh, Hispanic immigrant population. 
And then you have a huge black population and then you go to other places who have, uh, like, like I said, Atlanta, Chicago, things like that, that have a majority black population. So it's not just one uh, specific race. It's really based off of geographical location. So don't equate it just to one specific race. It's not a fair thing to group things that people do across the board to one specific race. So we should really have systems in place that after a certain time period, you can no longer receive assistance. That would incentivize people to actually look for real work because there are real jobs out there. I mean, jobs that many of us don't want to do. But unfortunately, when you're in that kind of situation with mouths to feed, you can't really be picky. I mean, even if you didn't have mouths to feed, I remember being in college and being jobless and just, I'm like, if anyone calls me back for a job, I'll take it. So you can't really be picky. You're going to have to get the jobs that people turn their nose up, which I don't understand. Like people turn their nose up at working fast food. People turn their nose up at being janitors and uh, trash men. And everyone wants to be an influencer and do this and do that and make this easy money. But unfortunately, people don't have the privilege to be picky like that. You have to take what you can get. And then eventually, if you really work hard, which a lot of these people, that's their problem. They don't work hard. They don't have worth ethic. So they can't, you know, put their best foot forward and work hard and make it to the top and really start making real money because they just don't want to. And guys, that $161 billion, that was just welfare checks alone. Let's not even mention food stamps, the government housing, daycare vouchers, WIC, The list goes on of people that actually abuse these programs. I mean, I knew people in my own family uh, that gets almost seven, eight hundred dollars in food stamps because they just had a bunch of babies and the government just don't work and the government just gives them money. I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many programs there are, but it's funny because, you know, the programs people aren't abusing are the scholarship programs, the school grant programs, the work assistant programs, the job placement programs, you can go up. I mean, I live in Texas. I'm not sure how it is in other states. But in Texas, we have something called the work source. And the work source will literally set you up with grants for a trade. So welding, med tech, whatever, they will set you up for grants for that. If you really wanted to work, they'll set you up with resume assistance. If you've never done a resume before, they'll help you. They'll do it. They'll basically do it for you. They'll set you up with training, uh, doing an interview. They'll set it's, it's a full work source where they'll help you. They'll give you references and things like that for jobs. And it's great. And you can go up there and you can get a job. But people aren't abusing those programs. There's scholarships for minorities. There's scholarships for people who make below a certain wage. There's scholarships for people who have absentee parents. There's scholarships for for people who were adopted. There's scholarships, especially for the Native American community. There's so much assistance going on. And yeah, the the competition is steep, but I mean, you got to work hard for things that you want. I mean, keep applying, keep putting yourself out there. The, again, the, the assistance is only temporary. So be, get on the assistance if you need it. Absolutely. I'm not knocking the people who 
actually really need to be on that because growing up, my family needed food stamps. They needed daycare vouchers and WIC and things like that because we were so poor. My Both of my parents were working, but they weren't making enough. And so absolutely, but they were on it temporarily. They weren't on it. You know, times where, you know, my father may have gotten laid off or my mother may have gotten laid off or something like that. Those programs were there to help feed us. And, but my family never abused them. And so they're definitely there to help you. So be on those programs while you're applying for the scholarship programs and the work assistance programs, and you're actually looking for something, but it's when you're, your refusal to work, your refusal to want to do better and set a better example for your children. So you don't have generational welfare users and generational WIC users and food stamp users and things like that. And not just users. So let's clarify abusers because users is fine. If you need it, use it. It's there for people who need it, but abusers are the ones that's the problem. And Again, just mentioning people in my family, I literally have people in my family who will fake have their children fake being mentally, mentally challenged, if you want to say fake being um, they call them in my family, quote unquote, crazy checks. So they would fake being mentally ill so they can get a check by the government. It's the craziest thing in the entire world. And they were been running this scam for years and they would have children and have babies and they would have eat them babies do the do those things and just fake fake having some kind of mental deficiency deficiency so they can get a check. And I was just like growing up, I would see that. And luckily, uh, so my family is mainly from Dallas, but I moved to Houston. And my family moved us away from all that negativity but it was still crazy for me to see even at a young age like wow like refrigerator full of food getting almost a thousand dollars in food stamps each month and have no means to do anything other that with their life other than what they're doing now and so you know a lot of people say that you know they don't know that those scholarship programs school school programs uh, school grant programs, work assistant programs, job placement programs don't exist, but ignorance isn't an excuse. In this world of modern technology, there's just so many resources. Even when you're on these government assistant programs, they will literally tell you, hey, we have these resources, you, we have this, we have that. They're always down to help you get off of these programs, but there's just no incentive to get off. You know, there's no force. They're just like, hey, we have assistance, this, we have this program, we have that. And the person could decline it and then move on. And it's not mentioned again. There's no force to say, hey, okay, so you have three months on this program and that's it. And you know, the saying that, uh, you know, when you're talking to one of your friends that are girls, right? Whether you, this could be male or female and you're talking to a girl about a guy and this you tell her the saying if he really wanted to he would you know he really would make that effort if he really liked you he would and that applies to this too you know i i'm not saying go out and get rich but when you keep having kids and can't support them living the rest of your life off the government handouts not because something is wrong with you actually mentally or physically again there's programs in place for people who really need them but just because you don't want to work, that's a problem.
And so guys, that's what I mean by two things can be true. We can call out big business for using legal and hint, I said legal loopholes in the tax system. And we can call out people like this and the government for allowing both to be true. So let me know your thoughts. I'm really curious about this because it's, it's conflating the two, comparing big business to people living off of government assistance is conflating both arguments. Both of them do not relate at all. But it, in a way, I guess a lot of people can say it does because it's all about taxpayer dollars. So these people aren't paying taxes, but these people are abusing our tax dollars. So again, even if you got big business, a lot of these big corporations to pay taxes, but you didn't do anything about the people abusing our taxes, you're not going to see that. What, what's the point of asking big business to pay taxes when there's people literally stealing taxes, our tax dollars from up under us? What's the point of doing that? So let me know your thoughts. Um, I'm, de- I'm genuinely curious about what you think about this. And that is it for this week's episode, the last episode of the week. So like I said in the last episode, how we're going to go from this from this point forward is a short form podcast where I do a deep dive and say my thoughts to posts that have gone viral on my page. So, so far we have had three posts go viral on my page where I literally had to tear, turn off my notifications because you guys were awesome and you were commenting and really getting in, in the conversation. Um, and just really quick, thank you guys for making that possible. We're over 5k and counting on my TikTok page. My next goal is to work on building up my Instagram page and my YouTube pages. I've kind of let those go to the side while I focus on the TikTok pages because just I posted just one video and it, it blew up and went crazy. So be sure to go give us a follow on instagram and youtube because there will definitely be more content on instagram i'm going to be doing i'm sorry not instagram on youtube i do a thing on saturdays called survival guide saturdays and i usually post um, that video on youtube and also post full podcast episodes plus shorts on youtube so be sure to go check that out if you want to stay up to date so two 20 minute episodes short and sweet to the point every tuesdays and thursdays so tune into that and that is it for today's episode guys be sure to follow rate review and i'll see you next week take care